Whoa, dude. You want to go out to the beach, man, and smoke a spliff and catch some major wavage? Nah, man, there aren't any sharks in the water, just some gnarly waves, bro. Huh, you want me to help you steal money from your boss? Nah, man, that ain't cool, bro. If the big bounce was even remotely realistic, this is probably how Owen Wilson's laid-back surfer dude character, Jack Ryan, would have actually responded to a scheme like the one featured in the movie. Probably too high and too concerned with wavage. However, Wilson takes the character one step further by giving him a very lazy, goal-oriented personality. When Nancy, the mistress of a mark, entices Jack to in get in on the plan, he falls head over heels in love and seemingly in line with her plan. Most of the film is made up of local colorful characters and montages of Jack and Nancy breaking into random island houses before the grand reveal happens. Yes, double crosses are afoot in spades. So many, in fact, that an already unbelievable scenario becomes ridiculous. However, con contrary to what everyone and their critical dogs said about the film at the time, it strikes a certain charm because of the acting talent that is showcased from Wilson to Morgan Freeman to Gary Sinise and Charlie Sheen, and a random moment with Harry Dean Stanton. No, it's not a masterpiece, and yes, Armitage has his own cut of the film that he occasionally does showings of, completely convinced that his cut actually makes the film good. While we may have some doubts about that, Joe and I have decided that if it happens again, we'll do our best to show up and report back to you. Nonetheless, join us today as we wax our surfboards poetically, take in the island sun, and totally get toasted, bruh, on the so gross, such point, much blank. Welcome everybody to So Gross, Such Point, Much Blank, the only Gross Point Blank podcast. Once again, I refuse to check on this, it seems, because I just don't care and I'm a slacker. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Blake Collier, and with me, the delectable Joe George. In today's episode, we are winding down the film-by-film -film exploration of George Armitage with perhaps too laid-back take on an Elmore Leonard novel starring Owen Wilson and Morgan Freeman, The Big Bounce. Are you, like, totally vibing, George? <laughs> I am... Uh, no, I am not totally vibing. I'm totally <laughs> angry with this movie. And you know what? I deserve to be angry, because I don't know if you know this, the novel takes place in in southeastern Michigan, and they moved it from, uh, from there to Hawaii. And so why it's some sort of laid-back surfer dude thing as as a michigander myself i hate that i'm angry with it yeah. it should have been grouchy midwesterners like myself so no mm -hmm. i am I, i've got issues with this movie blake Ooh, <laughs> do you have issues with this I movie wait. oh i've got issues okay. i don't have probably near as many issues <laughs> as you do uh from the sounds of it um I, I just want to call out that i that i used your last name on that uh on that intro oh. instead of saying joe but you know 
eh, a surfer dude would have totally called you by your last exactly. name. And <laughs> as somebody with three middle names, you know, I answer to them all. That's it's fine. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's beautiful. Uh, yeah, I, I think the first thing we need to talk about with this film is, do you think that this film basically was just trying to get, get by on the cast list? I do. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's no more. That's, that's very clear. I don't know how to word that sentence that I'm trying to say. It's most <laughs> obvious in the poker scene where, as you say, Harry Dean Stanton just shows up and it's yeah. clear that they're just like legends on screen let's just roll it and yeah. it's the best part of the movie for me until oh yeah I, I, if i remember right freeman's the one that's kind of like okay we need to advance the plot and starts talking <laughs> plot dialogue and up to, and you can tell stanton's just like i don't i don't care i don't have to play along with your stupid movie I, <laughs> i'm a legend so me and willie are just gonna play cards over here and, and that's right morgan freeman and owen wilson try to make a movie out of it yeah i think that's exactly it um, yeah. here's my hot take. So you, you, you gestured at this in the intro, but Armitage, this movie was taken away from Armitage, right? Um, mm-hmm. and he's got his own cut and you, you, we, we have to, as a director, we've watched all of his movies now. And I think on the whole, we like them, even if, uh, yeah. uh, uh, like some better than others. Um, yeah. so the assumption is then that his cut's going to be better, right? Yeah, because mm-hmm. what the movie we have on screen is bad. Um, a director we liked got had that movie taken away from him. We would assume that it's better. Um, and he says it's bad too. Yeah, so. yeah, and he's right. <laughs> he's, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think I. The problem with this movie begins with Owen Wilson and shoot, what's her name? Uh, Sarah Foster. Yeah. There, she is a non-entity on screen and he is completely wrong for this role. This is in his bad checked out depressed period. Um, yeah. And so it doesn't matter what these got, these actors are not suited for this movie at all. That's, that's my take on it. What do you think? Well, I, I think the, I think the only person that could fit the vibe of the film would be Charlie Sheen. Yeah, I think he actually nails what he does. Like, yeah. even though it's not, it's kind of a non-character as well. Yeah, um, it's. I think he's the only well-cast uh, person in the film. Gary Sinise is too stiff. What is he doing? Kind of, yeah, yeah. I mean, and he's a good actor. He like, is. He, he he's he he has chops, and and then even you know BB Newworth and yep. and and like all of them felt like they knew how bad this film was going to be. And they were just getting a paycheck. Yeah. And now that's hard to tell with Owen Wilson because Owen Wilson is just Owen Wilson. Like, that's just what he does. <laughs> and so he's, True. I think, I think directors are what make him better or, or worse. Mm. And, and I'm not sure unless the, the, the director's cut of this film actually improves significantly. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think Armitage was the right director for Owen Wilson. I think right, Owen Wilson no. can be used well, um, but it takes someone like you know Wes Anderson or you know someone yeah. like that to yeah. kind of get understand Wilson's persona and to use yeah. it appropriately. And so, um, I I totally agree. I think Owen Wilson was completely miscast. That being said, I I just like Owen Wilson's persona, and so I watched this film and I'm like. Yeah, this is stupid. This is not a good film. <laughs> but I'm still kind of 
chuckling here and there because Owen Wilson is Owen Wilson and Morgan yeah. Freeman's playing this weird typical like second like post post uh you know your t- like Oscar worthy uh roles yeah. career yeah he plays the same character like I haven't seen that guy stretch his acting chops in a long time and so <laughs> Because um, when he does, we get Dreamcatcher. Did you see Dreamcatcher? Exactly. That's what happens which when I, he stretches. Oh, which no. I love. Oh, no! Oh. I don't think it's a good film. Oh. I don't think it's a good film, but I love it. <laughs> okay, I can see that. That is a, yeah. that is a train wreck of uh, an amazing train wreck. Yeah, okay, it I can is. get to that. It is. You know, he uh, had I mean, that look period in... Oh, go yeah. ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I was just saying that cast list is amazing. It, <laughs> on it is. And... <laughs> What are those people doing in that movie? Yeah, exactly. That movie is so strange. Yeah. So strange. Um, shoot, I forgot where I was going to go with this. Uh, hard to think of who would be a better um, Jack Ryan, you know, that, that because I, I think he's wrong for it. Um, but I can see what they're going for with kind of the laid back, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the, the laid back Mark who gets – I mean, because he ultimately is, uh, who gets mm. kind of wrapped into this life of crime, who has, like, I, I couldn't see anybody else pulling off quite so well the scene where he breaks into the house and gets caught, you know, and he's doing, like, yeah. the just delivering beers thing. I mean, his yeah. personality is perfect for that, for yeah. he's he's not bothered by any of this. He's He's been caught red-handed, but he just rolls with it because he's so laid back. And he pulls that off. What That's a really great use of his persona. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but then when it had to be somebody who was so enchanted with this woman that he's willing to kind of go against his instincts um and and to play somebody in amoral um yeah. you've got to be on wilson's side for I, at least i think for for his laid-back persona to work but right from the beginning when he kind of becomes an accidental hero when he just wants to play mm-hmm. baseball he's not making any sort of political statement yeah. and some guy pushes him and he hits him in the face with a uh, Vinnie Jones pushes him and uh, he hits him in the face with a uh, with a uh, baseball bat you know it gets interpreted as a mo- heroic moment we recognize that it's it's selfish but I don't think that works with Wilson I I I, yeah. I, I, I just no. I think we got to be on his side, and the movie right off says you're not on Jack Ryan's side. He's an amoral character, and and the movie doesn't help that in the fact that ultimately none of what happens would make us think that someone like him would fall for it. Exactly. That's exactly like, like no matter how laid back you are, yeah. you're gonna have red flags thrown up. At, at least in the the uber like non-subtle way that things kind of start working yeah, together absolutely. um and 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 you if you're gonna keep that storyline and i like i said i haven't read the elmore leonard book yeah. and so i don't know the the beats of it but if you're gonna keep the storyline as is you have to find someone who is able to pull off the subtlety of both um uh, laid back but also intentional unwillingness to see what's right in front of them and yeah. Owen Wilson doesn't do that yeah because you have to be intentionally ignorant yeah in order to not see what's coming <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> so, right yeah. <laughs> um and so and 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 you know the the characterization between Wilson and and uh, 
I forgot her name again. Sarah Foster. I said Sarah Foster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Between I mean, she's not been in anything, Foster, so. Yeah, exactly. Um, him, the, the, the chemistry between him and Sarah Foster, it's okay, but there's nothing about her character or her actions in the film that would make me think that she could pull something over on him. Exactly. Um, and because she's such a non-entity, like yeah. she's basically just there for looks. Like the movie makes that which clear. Is unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's kind of the reading that we have with anything you know pre twenty ten. Whenever you think of a mistress, yeah. you think of in a film, it's always going to be the younger, more attractive model. Yeah. So you know that's that's just the way it is. Yeah. So in the movie, like. I've got written in my notes. I get it. You think she's hot. Like, because there's <laughs> yeah. that scene on the beach where it just, it's shot after shot of her body. And it's like, mm-hmm. we get it. Okay. She, she's <laughs> yeah. an attractive lady. We get it. You don't, it's yeah. gross at this point. I mean, and I guess that's, I guess that's all that they had to try to explain the attraction between yeah. the two of them. Um, but yeah, she's 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 bad. Um, yeah. He doesn't work for me. Uh, Morgan Freeman, he worked for you. As much as Morgan Freeman has worked for me within the last twenty years, okay. yeah. Um, he and Samuel Jackson are oh have just played the same person oh. over and over again. Oh, <laughs> I mean, okay. don't get me wrong. I like them both, but I don't think that they've really gotten outside of their box. In a long time. (laughs) I strongly disagree with that with Samuel Jackson. I think he is fantastic. Oh, man. And Django Unchained? He was was unbelievable in that. I mean, I even think he was great in Captain Marvel, kind of twisting his tough guy persona. Oh, no. Oh, I love Samuel Jackson. Well, see, I haven't seen Captain Marvel yet. Oh. There you go. It's good. It's good. good. He's really great. And she's really great, too. And the cat is, too. I mean, yeah, sure. That that joke was in the comics. I saw it coming. Uh, um, all right, back over, back over to here. Um, you know, kind of on top of that, some of the places where you see that this is not Armitage's movie jump out at me. Um, yeah. w- were there any of those to you that that you could tell this is off brand? Well, simply put, I I, I just didn't see any quote unquote outsiders. Yeah, uh, in the film. Yeah, like it didn't matter if they were rich or poor; they all felt like they belonged to at least the the atmosphere that that the film set up. Really interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't feel any kind of connection with any of the characters as like someone I'd want to root for or yeah. is kind of an underdog. Yeah. Um, they all felt like they were just members of society. Yeah, and doing their thing, and and I think. It's a stark, that's a stark difference from yeah. all the rest of his films. Um, uh, even even Private Duty Nurses, they were, even if it wasn't subtle, yeah. they were outsiders. And yeah. so, um, yeah, I, I just, this just felt so bland. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, you kind of just go along with it and you chuckle occasionally, but it's like almost a defeated chuckle. Because yeah. you're like, I need to get some kind of enjoyment out of it. Yeah. Because <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> I just spent two ninety nine to rent it or whatever it might have been. Oh, <laughs> free with ads on Voodoo, man. Free with ads oh, on Voodoo. That's, uh, good to know. Good I got to know. commercial breaks to get up and use the bathrooms. 
I I actually can't remember if I paid for it or not, but uh, if I did, it was it was worth okay. it. Okay, right. glad you got your two ninety nine. Yeah, worth. exactly. Um, yeah, for for me, it was, there's there's no inversion outside of the setting that it's you know it's it's a noir movie taking a place in uh, Hawaii, which you don't often see. Um, mm-hmm. The the music is terrible <laughs> in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a uh, maybe you'll appreciate this as the one person I know who's published on Halloween Five. It's Halloween Five <laughs> bad level music, or it's Not, yeah, it's just it's all yeah. honks and and like oh look how silly we're being, you know. It's, yeah, it was it was terrible. It felt like it came out of a children's movie as somebody who's watching a lot of children's movies. Um, yeah, the. It would have it would have felt even off in a Benny Hill. Skit. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, none of the jokes work for me. Like the yeah. farce scene where she's got Owen Wilson and and and, and um, oh, what's his name? Charlie Sheen, great Scott. Yeah. I, <laughs> I blessedly removed Charlie Sheen from my memory for a moment. That was wonderful. Um, that, <laughs> that tends to happen. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Not winning now, are you? Um, the that scene where she's got the two of them, you know, in sexual positions, and she's doing the farce bit, uh, going yeah. up and down. That was painful, painfully yeah. staged. And you know, for me, the entire movie. In a nutshell is – and I, I, I'm going to go ahead and get into spoiler territory because you, you just yeah. don't watch this movie um, – is yeah. at the end when all of the double crosses have been revealed and you've got Morgan yeah. Freeman's character talking to uh, the wife character, uh, Allison. And yeah. she's drunk and she's scared that she's screwed it up and yet somehow the plan is going to still go off, their plan. Not everybody yeah. else's plan, but their plan is going to go off. And Freeman is just explaining to her how all of this makes sense. That's the movie for me in a nutshell that yeah. there are ideas here. There's I, I love a good. Twi- I mean, it's hard to pull off a good twisty double cross uh, yeah. movie, but I love that. I mean, Elmore novels are amazing and they should be yeah. adapted and usually makes for good uh, film and television. Uh mm-hmm. It all of that, the bones of all that are there, but it's being delivered to us with a badly played, not funny, drunk person talking to a kind of checked out Morgan Freeman who's explaining it all to us in an yeah. exposition. That's the movie yeah. for me. It's it's it. There's stuff here. It's just being handed to us very badly. Yeah. Whenever a film has to give in to exposition as its final reveal. Um, yeah, and I'm lo- and I'm looking at you, Interstellar. Uh, then, then you you know that that either either the filmmakers have given up at that point, in in, in the filmmaking process, or they literally think that exposition makes good film. Um, yeah, and it never does. Like nope. the best heist films, the best uh, neo noir films, always yep always expect you to get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, like you don't, you, we don't have to tell you if you're following along, you'll get it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, in a lot of those, but, I mean, you, tell me the plot of a Raymond Carver novel, right? Like it's yeah, exactly. You can't follow all of that. That's not the point. No. The point is, yeah. is 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 the vibe, and so to kill that feel with that scene is just a, a not get it part. And I, I gotta believe that Armitage has been better than that. So yes. I gotta believe that yeah. was a part that was taken away from him. Yeah, and and part of it for me is like the double crosses. You might have even gotten a little bit of an enjoyment out of seeing them happen. Yeah, but none of the rest of the film yeah. 
alludes to any kind of double cross. Like yeah. any any even resemblance of possible like all we know is that that Sarah Foster and Owen Wilson are gonna try to take you know, money or whatever it was from Gary Sinise. Yeah. That's all we know. Yeah. And like there is no allusion to any other potential subtle nuances yeah. of like characters or like Morgan Freeman could have like mentioned something just randomly that you don't understand at the point, but then later on you're like, Oh, he knew what was going on the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like none of that. Like there's no subtle clues. Yep. You just have this weird film. <laughs> and then all of a sudden double crosses and you're like, You're I'm supposed to be surprised by this? Yeah. Like like there is no like you didn't earn any of that's this. exactly right <laughs> we're not invested in the characters we're not invested yeah. in the plot so by the time yeah. you just get to more plot upon plot it feels like you're just prolonging the movie to prolong the movie yep. and exactly yeah. you're trying to hit that 90 minute mark because you didn't have as much as you thought you did. exactly exactly <laughs> yeah so do you know what they uh, uh, according to imdb so you know grain of salt with this but um the this was shot originally as a much harder R movie. Um, and then they cut out a lot of nudity and language and violence. Um, would that have improved the movie for you? Not necessarily. Yeah. N- none of those things in and of themselves improve movies. Yeah. Uh, how they're used does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and do I think that Armitage has enough film in his in his filmography to show me that he could improve this film with those things i don't know yeah. i'm not sure yeah i'm not really sure he does um mainly because most of his nudity has been within exploitation films which yeah. it's nudity is there for nudity's sake yeah. and that's it yeah and so um yeah i i if there's a if there's an r cut of this film which is the one he may be showing occasionally um, I don't expect it's going to be significantly better. Right. Um, maybe a little bit harder edged, but I can't see Owen Wilson in a harder edged. That's yeah. Like <laughs> I, I just can't see it. Like yeah. even like the one, the one, uh, the one example of him trying to play a straight guy was behind enemy lines. And we all know how that turned out. Oof, so. No, I do not because I've not <laughs> seen that movie either. Yeah. Well, I've, I've seen it a few times because I grew up with a dad who loved action films. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's it's a uh, Owen Wilson. That's just not his role. Yeah. Like, um, and and that's fine. Like, there's there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that I cannot see him in an R-rated, yeah. hard-edged noir film. No, no, I can't. And it is so. interesting to, on paper, it's inter- interesting to try to drop him into one. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. and it feels like this is trying to do like, uh, you know, the long goodbye with Elliot Gould or Big Lebowski, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of yeah. th- that kind of slacker noir hero. Yep. Right. That. Mm-hmm. But Wilson's not Gould or or uh, 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 the dude. I cannot think of his name right now because Jeff Bridges. Uh, Jeff Bridges. Jeez, Louise. Yeah. Um, uh <laughs> He's he he's not that he and, and he's yeah. just playing his persona and it, to me it came off really whiny as opposed to yeah. just mm. just going with it it just yeah you know who I think they could have easily replaced uh, at least on the crime noir side of things uh, replaced him with who's that and it would have been a fairly good fix Luke Wilson <laughs> oh 
I actually think Luke Wilson can pull off straight roles pretty well. Um, yeah. I mean, he doesn't idiocracy. Um, um, that's, yeah. that's, he's, yeah, exactly. he's a really good straight yeah. man there. He is. Yeah. He is. Yeah. Um, I, I think he has, I, I think he has acting chops. I, I don't think he chooses to use them most of the time. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I could see, I could see him being more convincing than his brother within this film. Yeah. Um, because there's a straightness to his character while still having a little bit of the kind of your typical slacker yeah. silliness that his brother has. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think that would have been a better pick to um, pick almost. You know, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I, I would go with that. You know, this whole thing's just making me want to watch bottle rocket again, because yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the, that's the Wilson brother crime movie that, that, that pulls it off. So that, that works. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and of course, it has to be Wes Anderson that that gets it out of him. So. Of course, of course. <laughs> but that's okay. That's uh, sometimes directors and actors are are just uniquely tied. Yeah, that's right. And I, you know, like I feel like I'm bagging on Wilson a lot here. I do like him. I'm generally yeah, pleased yeah. when he shows up on screen. Uh, the for some reason I saw the movie Wonder many many times last year because yeah, my kids I like it. it and he's great in yeah. it it's yeah it's he actually delivers the most uh the most tearful line in the whole movie yeah and he pulls <laughs> it off so yeah, i don't think that's a great movie but i think he's really good in it so yeah, uh no and you know as somebody with kids i've seen cars more than a few times and you know he's good <laughs> yeah he is he's he's a good he's got a great voice yeah he's got a great persona for a voice <laughs> so uh yeah i i just like I like this cast. Yeah. I just wish that they had had more to do yeah. on it. Uh, and so, um, because they all deserve better. <laughs> they do. Yeah. yeah. Even Owen Wilson. <laughs> Although I don't, I don't know much about Sarah Foster, so I don't know if she deserves better than that or not, but uh, she kind I'm of gonna, ended I'm up assume on she does. seriously. I'm famous B-list celebrity sort of reality oh, okay. shows, which gotcha. Okay. I mean, that sounds about, Right, I she was hey, a non-entity. She was. She's got a job. Yeah, that's fine. She's making more money than I am. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's exactly. not some joker on a podcast. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you have any final thoughts on this film? Don't watch this movie. It's it. <laughs> it's a bummer that this is how we end up. Um, Arbitrage's run. I hope he's got another movie in him. I, yeah. I don't want this to be the cap. I, I trajectory is really good. Um, mm-hmm. I, I still think he's an interesting director. I just, mm-hmm. it's a real bummer that this is the way that it's ended right now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm going to totally agree with that. Uh, there's not much more I can add to it. So yeah. <laughs> all sweet. Right. Well, I think that's all for so gross. Such point much blank this week. We have been your hosts, Blake Collier and Joe George. If you like what you hear, then head on over to iTunes and give us a review and a rating doesn't matter how good the rating is although we hope for five next week we will continue on with our minute by minute exploration of gross point blank subscribe to our show so you don't miss an episode remember this podcast is us breathing
<laughs> bing, 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 bang. Popcorn. Yeah, whatever. <laughs>